0: You could have heard this episode 48 hours early on our Patreon, patreon.com slash indieheads podcast, but drink us for as low as $1 a month, you'll receive episodes early, get access to our Discord server, and get yourself an Indie Heads Podcast sticker. All of our upcoming episodes will put on our Patreon 48 hours when it hits our public podcast feeds. But if you heard this via our Patreon feed, we thank you so much for your support. We especially want to thank our real ones patrons, including Becca Etienne, Georgia Mikowski, James Boss, Holiday Kirk, Marcy Anime, Chance Holdup, Delaney Mothman, Josiah Duncan, Jenna. Matt Cameron, Grant in the back of my Dragula, Pablo Escobar's Hippos, Jeremy Bowl, Rinaldi Newpin, Heath and Catherine, Parker Gross, Last Man on Earth Row one Andrew Grieve, Listen Up Nerds, Matthew Taylor, Green Hair, Drew Wharton, I Like Books, Sarah Moore, Griff Ballard, Max Kibizinski, Mark Berry, Cal 50, on August 8th, 2004, a tour bus belonging to the Dave Matthews Band dumped 800 pounds of human waste onto a sightseeing boat, Chris Wade, Midwest Maxwell, Kevin John, Jake Wald, Grant, Keep Autism Weird, Rob Marino, Max, Dylan, Zach, Gavin Variety Freak, and Maze Farms. To become a real one, consider supporting us for $5 a month on Patreon, or receive a bonus episode every month, and get a shout out at the top of the pod. Anyways though, enjoy the episode.
1: oh wait do i sound terrible right now through this uh internal default microphone nope no it's not too bad because i have like i have pods too i can use
0: uh no the internal mic sounds sounds fine and also the so adobe they uh they have this this like new thing like enhancing audio which i i've tried to use the podcast it, it's the tech is not quite there for like certain things but i used it recently because i was recording the new patreon intro for the month because you know whenever whatever the first episode of the month is i record a new intro with all whatever like new names pop up and whatnot and i forgot that i was recording on my my laptop mic and i was like oh shit well let's see how this adobe enhanced audio works and it sounded pretty good like it sounded pretty close to like studio quality without sounding like too like ai or whatever so if it if it sounds that bad i'll try that out if not it's it's fine we we've dealt with worse on this on this very
1: podcast even in
0: our recent iteration
1: i also just closed my window i don't know if you saw me do that um because i live on a busy street
0: yeah if there's any noise in the background you know again i i can i can cut them out in the background it's it's pretty easy at this point technology is amazing so
1: we we should be good to go AI and crypto can do such amazing things. Maybe they... we should just talk about that for a while. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh God! What, what do you? What do oh. you? What do you think the proclaimers think about uh, the crypto boom?
3: And I would mint five hundred apes, and I would mint five hundred more. <laughs> there we go. God damn it! <laughs> oh, <God damn it. laughs>
4: hey,
1: right, just to let's... be the man who minted a thousand apes and still wound up <laughs> bored there
0: we go that's it <laughs> welcome everybody to the podcast let's get going I love this one. hello everybody and welcome back to the indian's podcast i would usually say that i'm your host maddie monroe but i feel like i'm not really the host this episode i'm i'm just the person that is hitting record and letting other people cook you're facilitating uh,
2: ideas this week
0: yeah uh i'm i'm the ideas facilitator this episode we should say uh as i'm joined by natalie we have two very special guests returning to the show alec felder and jenna welcome both back to the pod and natalie why are we here tonight
2: uh we are here tonight uh for a very convoluted playlist that uh i put together uh that i uh jokingly referred to as highland new wave death match uh and that is purely because uh Sometime over the summer, I was trying to make a playlist of a bunch of very stereotypically like uh, Scottish and Irish new wave songs that uh, it initially just came from like hearing in a big country one too many times and just being like, I wonder how many songs like this I can find that are emblematic of it. And I kind of stumbled into this like very weird cross section of the, these like uh, partially very well known bands and songs from this era and a lot of uh remembering some guys from this era uh i i do want to make the the disclaimer right up top uh this is not a representation of the entire scottish people i'm not i'm not profiling the scottish people i would like to put that out there uh right then and there uh this was mostly made in preparation for a visit i made to scotland a couple months ago and also uh we have two uh British and Irish bands here, but I will, I will get to why I've included them as we, as we get along. But uh, I, I would like to uh, throw it over specifically to Alec Felder, because I want to hear more about your own enthusiasm. Cause Alec, as soon as I posted this in chat was like all over this.
1: Well, my number one thing is uh, I love to remember some guys. <laughs> and I get happier and happier the more I remember a guy from the 80s, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is like a great playlist. I, I It's like, I, have, I knew most of the songs on the original list. A couple of them I didn't know. Uh, but the ones I did know are uh, numerous, uh, numerous, a bunch of them are my favorites. Uh, you know, but I don't want to spoil it because, you know, we're going to get to them eventually. But, yeah, this is like what I love talking about. I love uh, British British guys. I love Scottish guys. I love love them all. They're, uh If you're European and you made new wave in the '80s, I want to hear it. In you're, general, you're
2: you're you're not discerning. It's like any any European guys. So just like
4: bring them yeah. to you. It's
1: like yeah. The 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 worse the worse you sing, the more British you sound,
4: the, the, the less like intelligible
1: the lyrics are to me in my American ears. Uh, uh, the more i like it. that's why i love the fall so much like yeah like i don't know what he's saying i don't want to know <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's on, on my great. end it's like p- part part of why i wanted to make this is i was like as i was combing through the like dozens and dozens of like specifically like scottish new wave bands i was coming across of research in, in this i was like which bands sound the most like Stereotypically Scottish or cartoonishly Scottish. Mm-hmm. I was looking for the people who have the wildest voices and accents, the songs that sound the most like you're trying to make guitar sound like bagpipes. Just all like, like I, I love, I, I love stereotypes, and and this is a playlist chock full of them. I, I'm not, I'm not making a good case for myself. I'm
4: like immediately. We are. <laughs>
0: We are uh, n- we are specifically doing Scottish heritage profiling on on this uh, episode, so let's let's we should get into it. Let's get into it, uh, Natalie. What is our first song of the evening?
2: Uh, the the first song is the first of uh, the two exceptions that I have here, which is uh, a, a track from uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners, uh, opening uh, the second album of theirs, Too Rye, famous for "Come On, Eileen," but this. This song is, uh, I, I first of all, disclaimer, I am now uh, close personal friends with Kevin Rowland, which is a weird sentence I never thought I would say in my life. That's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so that, that, that's one thing that has happened since I've made this playlist and why I was currently locked down in private because I do not want this man to know my shame. Uh, but also, um, this is a song that is, to me, so cartoonishly like, and earnestly so uh just fully emblematic of the sound i'm looking for that i just had to put this right at the top this is uh the celtic soul brothers ladies and gentlemen
0: i give you Check it out now the celtic Soul <laughs> folk, folk brothers
2: <laughs> but yeah.
0: i just had to get that get that one out of the way now,
2: this is this is the shit i am talking about where you're just like going hard on the fiddles you are just like doing all these like very celtic soul inspired like vocals you are yelping to your heart's content because kevin Rowland is like one of the biggest yelpers who has ever existed on this the face of this earth and my god i love him for it but it's i i needed something that was like big and out there and really just off the beaten path because that's To me, that's the most interesting thing about this whole section of New Wave is that it's so disinterested with sounding like any form of American or even like mainstream British New Wave.
1: It's definitely got a ton of like, the band itself has a ton of like just Northern Soul influence. And like, even that is so out of like, the realm of other New Wave bands. Uh... Dexys is a band that I need to get more into because I, outside of this and Come On Eileen, I really don't know much.
2: Yeah, if you like those two songs, this album is. This is. Uh, I, I will bully you into liking them, but that's also because like uh, this. This playlist is also full transparency of means to Trojan horse some of my like uh, obsessive interests for about a decade. Dexys being one, and then the other exception to this playlist being another. Um, but this. they're they're a band that is just so particularly idiosyncratic and strange and not interested in doing what everybody else was doing that they just i don't know there's something so endearing about it and like this album is like full of shit like this where it's like really especially like based in this uh like specifically like irish celtic like soul uh fiddle experience and all over the place there's all these like String instruments and like horns and shit and just stuff that is like nothing else in like '80s new wave. Uh, but yeah, I think you would dig it.
1: Yeah, this this is this is a, a little bit of a of an omission in my uh, my library here. But yeah, I I respect Dexys because of uh, the uh, Paul Weller connection. Uh, Mick uh, Mick Talbot, the guy he was in the band. I forget when. But he also was in the Style Council, and I'm a big Style Council guy. When they when when dudes wear sweaters, you know it's gonna be good. Like
4: <laughs> that's uh, a whole
1: no, separate conversation.
2: Yeah. the The other reason Dexies have eternal respect is they were into ska influences before mm-hmm. it was cool. They were like the the start of Dexies was like pure ska influence. Like they were right alongside like the Specials and shit. It was it was a time, and the that's late-
1: why. I like new wave as a whole because it's just so many different people and styles and like coming together into this new wave. And it's like, it does have a very distinct sound. You know, like you can hear a song from the eighties and be like, oh, that's some eighties pop. But there's just such a, it's just the the deeper and deeper you go. you And, and this playlist actually really is great for that because there's a lot of different directions this goes through. We'll, we'll get into it more when, you know, more people come up, but like first couple of songs here are like very Northern folk influence, uh, not Northern folk, folk influence, Northern soul influence. Uh, they have a lot of roots in like, just like soul music and, you know, and folk music and that kind of stuff. And as we get on later, it gets proggier and like, you know, we have prog guys doing new wave. We have, we have, uh, soft boys doing new wave we have uh we have weirdos it's great everybody came together in this new wave
2: yeah that was that was one of the things that came up for me was um when i think the first iteration i had of this playlist had uh this song the next one in a big country and i was like i need to figure out how to get from point a to point b Mm -hmm. because like these first two are so like of a particular kind of sound that was coming out of like scotland and ireland around this time and like the rest of it is like very clearly like working within all these other sounds that are just not even present here um but yeah uh i i i don't really have much to riff on here i love dexies dexies is just one of the best bands and also just uh like one of the most uh eclectic things uh but like like i said they went from like uh very kind of like stack stuff to like this kind of like blue-eyed soul all the way up to just essentially doing this like kind of uh piano lounge spoken word stuff on their uh the the last album in their heyday uh don't stand me down which is uh really fucking incredible um but uh yeah i think we we should probably keep moving into uh, a sound that is uh to me, the 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 most Scottish of the Scottish, uh, if we're if we're talking about like big Scottish bands, like we have to talk about the Proclaimers, and like I'm not talking about Five Hundred Miles, I'm not talking about uh, I'm on My Way. though both those songs are excellent. I'm talking about the song that to me is like the most Scottish of their whole ilk, which is uh, Letter from America. Uh, I did not know. And Moses- you know how
3: you know it's Scottish. It's because they just name a whole bunch of places in Scotland. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, the bridge of this song is so fucking good, and where they're just, like, naming off areas. Uh, I did not realize this song is, like, really deeply political. <laughs> like, uh, it is, like, about Scottish emigration uh, and, like, specifically, like, the way that uh, Scottish people were, like, forced to emigrate from the highlands by, like, uh, wealthy landlords uh, and uh, like basically how Thatcher fucked everybody over. It's I I love these these crazy ass Scottish boys. They're they're so full of soul. They're so they're also twin brothers. This is a twin magic band.
1: I was yes. gonna I was gonna mention that because I'm looking at the uh, the screen that uh, Maddie's sharing with us right now, and you have the album cover, which is them looking right at each other. And then you have the picture of them now, and they look exactly alike. Yeah. Like scary. Like they look like Scottish <laughs> Mark ball Like I don't know if that change, like being Scottish, changes anything, but like they just kind of look like Mark Mothersbaugh. there's two of them. You no.
2: you know that if like fucking Jonathan Lipnicki grew up and was still like doing acting, this would be like. The, the pinnacle of his career. Right? It would just be him acting against himself in a Proclaimers movie. Like They, they cool look song. like child actors grown up. I don't know. I can't explain it.
0: <laughs> they just have like Haley Joel Osment face yes. or like the rest of his body grew, but his face just kind of stayed the same.
2: You know what it is? They look like Kieran Culkin in Home Alone. Like how he looks.
1: Yes. Worried, yeah. <laughs> they look worried in this picture. Like for real. Yeah, they're like they look <laughs> like. Oh man, we still gotta walk a thousand miles. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is this is
2: what happens when you're burdened I by mean, the, the pussy. Long history. Is good, but isn't that good? Yeah, like, <laughs> what what a, what a long history of being burdened by like Scottish subjugation does to an MFR.
1: <laughs> they should put out like a like a like a Bowie like Black Star style album when they're when they're like you know or like when one of them is getting close to uh, the end and they can call it Sunset on Lee. that'd be pretty dark but like that'd be kind of kind of sick and then the follow-up
2: is one of them harmonizing with like archive vault tracks from the other
1: that would just be sad
2: (laughs) (laughs) this is what what have i done
1: (laughs) this is uh, uh here's the part where they start talking about uh where they're from
2: yes I should also probably mention where all these bands. Are. Uh, Proclaimers famously from Leith, uh, just outside of Edinburgh. Uh, I, one thing is, uh, very few of these bands, if any of them, are actually from the Scottish Highlands. It was just an easier shorthand. I, I, please don't be mad at me. I have some of my, <laughs> be, some of my best friends are Scottish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, what's a? Uh, because I'm currently, I don't want to spoil too much, but. uh... Eventually, we're going to get back to we're going to get to the Outback New Wave Match. Oh. Which is, uh, which will be the Oceana, uh, <laughs> the, that whole area, New Wave Deathmatch. But I gotta think of, uh, I gotta think of an, uh, I guess, I guess Outback would be the equivalent of Highlands for, uh, I could be completely off. I know nothing about the world. <laughs>
2: hmm. <laughs> People are from places and it's fucked up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> people are from places all right yeah that was a, that's that that was another one that i really didn't know prior to this list uh, really? I, I really only know a thousand miles uh not that uh, 500 miles a thousand miles is vanessa carlton
2: yeah i <laughs> <laughs> i i knew this one for a while just because i knew it as like a kind of like I, I i remember hearing it somewhere and in, in my days on the internet as almost kind of like a like Gag song, and I like listened back to it for this playoff, so I'm like, no, this is a deeply like emotional, like moving thing. It's moving. And Proclaimers, they they got the juice. Those those twins, they they're bringing out the best of each other.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that the the i'm cover from the from, from one, I'm assuming is like the greatest hits record, finest. It's clearly from like the same photo shoot shoot as this is the story because they're both wearing like same color shirt and the same like color glasses. Uh, and they're doing a soy face yeah i was gonna uh, say they're, <laughs> so, they're coming right at us you
3: screaming at the camera
0: yeah oh, i would what well, i mean it's i mean i didn't I when didn't you- get a chance to make the joke at the beginning but like the proclaimers are maybe the most like most comprehensible like most comprehensible scottish people out there otherwise i mean most scottish again as someone of Scott's heritage the the accent is is one of the thicker ones out there uh, for for like English speaking countries, it's it's a very very thick accent, and these and these are some very thick accented boys. But you know, I could still hear everything pretty clearly, except when they start like mentioning like direct Scottish stuff, like towns, and it's like that's not like methil, that's not a real town. Come on, get out! I,
2: I kept Miami, thinking they were though. talking that's about real. a drug because it sounds like meth.
0: See, I'm, Irvine, Methil, Irvine, Bathgate,
1: Linwood. Irvine, Irv, Irvine, and Linwood aren't they both in California? They too? are. Yeah. See, I'm from Long Island, so I can't comment <laughs> on other people's... What if What if the proclaimers plans? were like, a re- what if the proclaimers? This was like
0: a fucking like Rachel Dolezal situation where they're actually from California and they're just like faking Scottish valor because they, for some reason, they thought that just that's just the way we're gonna have our career, you know, like we'll do the fake accents we'll move we'll we'll forge some papers
1: oh what's a thousand miles like a, from scotland where what is there what is the middle of, of the direction? atlantic ocean <laughs> <laughs> fuck that's where yeah, they're but, from but what about the other direction probably uh, somewhere in europe yeah yeah but like they could because if they're gonna walk there they might as well steal you know
0: this is like an audio version of a GeoGuessr game right now. We, like, all right, what's
1: 500 <laughs> miles from, from from the birthplace of the Proclaimers? Where could they have gone? Like, that could be a whole episode, is just discussing <laughs> different places. They, like, where is this girl from?
2: Where in the world are the Proclaimers? Huh.
0: <laughs> God, that would be, again, We're TV executives. I know, again, the actor strike is over, the writer strike is over, but you still... There's lots of delays and stuff, and we can cook this oh, up there, for you real I'm, quick to air I'm on your I'm
3: delighted to tell you that there are plenty of articles discussing where is where precisely is one thousand miles from Leap Scotland. Oh
0: okay, let's see. <laughs> All right. Proclaimers. Okay. can you can you do you have any of these articles that we can, yeah, we can read? Yeah, hold on. Uh there's yeah.
3: There's an article from the Scotsman that I will send i in chat. Hold on. See if I can okay, I'm, I'm putting it I'm putting it in the in the Discord chat. Okay. Let's oh. see. All right.
2: Wait, that's right there. It's right there.
3: Yeah. Okay, here we go.
0: All right. Where the arco, where could the proclaimers walk one thousand miles just to fall down at your door? Journey from Leith mapped. Uh let's see. Of course they would walk five hundred miles. Now here's the thing. Da da da. Uh, <laughs> <they> got the <laughs> radius. All right. See no, yeah, five hundred miles. There is, there is land they can get to, and there, there, you know, they go to Iceland, uh, one of the you know, Sweden, one of those fucking countries. Why did I think a uh, thousand miles see. was
1: a lot larger <laughs> than that? How big is the Earth?
4: <laughs> oh it's my been. God! I love this. It's
1: I huge.
3: love this photoshopped picture of them in the Netherlands where it's them walking through a field of tulips but, but the scale is just wildly <laughs> off so either they're <laughs> tiny or the tulips are
1: huge this i is, mean it's the
0: netherlands this you know. is
1: the the poster for the show this would be like <laughs> what the poster for the show is like like the totally bad photoshop job like, oh yeah they have the text over it like 500 miles
0: yeah. Um, God, these guys wait. look like they, I mean, I, maybe it's cuz I am Scottish, but these guys look like they could be like my uncles. <laughs> like they look like my uncles. Uh, which by we, the way this is going to be the episode photo. We <laughs> need this the episode photo by we the way. We need to
2: retire Cajun Maddie and make Scottish Maddie a thing. Mm-hmm.
0: I got to I see the thing is I I want to do that so badly, but like the accent, I I have to do way more research on the accent. I think I could pull it off with the right amount of research, but there's just not like there's just not a whole lot of like Scott, you know, Scott's re- representation in like American media, you know, and there should be. Well, you know? know what you
3: got to do. You got to <laughs> start watching Taskmaster. I, I have oh, been, yeah. I have been hooked on Taskmaster lately, and it is, it is a crash course on all the wonderful accents of not just the British Isles, but the, the Commonwealth and beyond. So I, there's, there's like. A few a few phrases that are just like stuck in my mind in a Scottish accent because of one particular contestant or another. Particularly the the in a recent season, Frankie Boyle was one of the contestants and he said a line which I have thought about on a regular basis since, which is if you got a blowjob of Superman, he might suck you inside out. <laughs>
1: <Ugh>. <laughs> that was a good accent. All right
3: that's
0: a pretty good yeah i I, I was gonna say i think i think we should just just if we do scottish maddie it just should be just jenna dubbing for me like (laughs) i just i should just comes up with the bits and i just and i just lip sync them like i'm on top of the pops like i think i think that could work out real well uh okay let's let's keep it moving yeah we got got a couple we got a bunch more songs now it's time for me Uh, to cook
2: yeah this is this one is uh one of my favorite discoveries that i was not familiar with before uh and this is this is the magic of uh doing research on the dumbest thing you can imagine because sometimes you will just strike utter gold and this in my heart is like one of like the best songs ever written this is uh somewhere in my heart by aztec camera and i will let alec felder cook
1: i think this song could save the netflix corporation (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a list of songs on my phone that I've been working on that I think, you know, like how like running up that hill was like a huge thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like this could be not as big as that because like people, everyone already loved that song. But I feel like this could have a little put in the right moment somewhere in my heart, you know, in a Netflix show. It's yeah. like, you know those shows on Netflix where it's like, it's always, they're always British. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like the main character is some like teenager who's like suicidal. And then there's a girl who's like, oh, I really love you. And she and he's like, I don't, I don't care about love. This world is dark. I'm a dark soul. And she's like, oh, but I want you to learn to love. Then this song plays. And it's like dark. Um mm-hmm. But this is like a kind of like a like a like a respite, like a, like a break from that. Uh, but yeah, Roddy Frame, beautiful soul, soulful ass white boy, uh, through and through. This album, yeah. first album, Tony Mansfield production on that first album, fire, oblivious, perfect song. This song, perfect song. Huge like huge R and B influence on this one. The melodies, the like the soul. Selling it, uh, those backing vocals. Oh my gosh! Just a, I love the song. I love uh, the song.
2: Two things. One, Alec. I am very glad we have your genuine attention, but this is very, like, I'm getting the full Tim Heidecker. I think you should leave effect here. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. (laughs) I I, I love it. Uh, Second, we're about to hit the greatest moment in, like, pop song history. Mm -hmm. People say the Frank Ocean, like, nights thing, like, oh, it's the exact halfway point of the album. The exact halfway point of this song, it fucking shoots off into the fucking stratosphere with this, like key modulation into this insane fucking guitar solo and it blows my fucking mind and I like- He shreds. I have not fucking gotten over it. Like, the first time I heard this, I like wanted to cry tears of joy. I was just like overcome with emotion of just being like, this is it. This is the beauty that New Wave can bring to us. This is like, the the, the Scottish experience is a beautiful experience. I think I'm Scottish now.
1: This Today we're all somewhere in my heart. Is a Scotsman, uh, and that Scotsman is probably Roddy Frame. Uh, yeah, he's he's good. He shreds like he's like an underrated guitar player in general. Uh, I mentioned Oblivious before, but the guitar solo on that one is insane, and it's acoustic, and he's like an ac- acoustic shredder, which is which is rare.
2: God, that's that's insane. Uh, two things uh, I should mention as we're keeping this like kind of like pinning people into the map great great sax solo by the way uh, East Kilbride is where Aztec Camera is from uh, not, uh, I believe not also there but it is uh, like not in the highlands but like on a raised plateau according to my very deep research on wikipedia.org uh, and uh, of the bands that we've covered here the ones that I'm like unfamiliar with I think this is the one that like the discovery of this band along with uh the one that i'll mention at the end of the show and we do like our kind of like footnotes on bands we're not talking about here is the one that i've been like most inclined to like get into get into just like i need to know everything about aztec camera after like hearing this song this song makes me believe in love again yes and love love is the name of the album so clearly something they're doing something right he's
1: just he just could write great songs and like I don't want to say that's underrated, but it's just like he's like the like every song is good, at least good. Some of them are great, like this one's great, a bunch off the first album are great, but he is just all around good. Um, beginnings of like Sophistapop, that whole thing right here. Well, not right here, I would say the earlier albums are a little bit more, uh, because like sophistipop was happening by this by this point, but um. Yeah, it's just uh, one of my favorite bands I've I've found in the last couple of years for sure. Like that first album, I can't I can't neo acoustic music. Neo acoustic, they took acoustics and they made it new. Neo acoustic
3: is if if the guy from the Matrix had yeah. an acoustic guitar. <laughs> the, the,
2: the guy, the, yeah, if Keanu Reeves just did his own riff on like Carrie and Lowell or some shit,
1: you yeah what would have been a song that he would have played like cuz that that the matrix soundtrack is underworld like ve- what that would have that would have probably been it because like, that was new then mhm cuz like what else is on that soundtrack like dragula
2: rage against the machine
1: mm-hmm. isn't there like an uh, underworld song on that soundtrack is there there's definitely like some like
0: I
2: mean,
1: let's
0: see what let's see what spotify <laughs> pulls up for the matrix soundtrack real quick the matrix, uh, sorry, OST. The matrix ost they should make a
2: Scottish Mar- matrix oh, oh, oh. Mar-
0: marilyn manson uh meet beat manifesto the prodigy <laughs> rob zombie of Death course Tones. deftones yo romstein and then yeah Radiance machine wake up
2: oh wait no I'll i'm about it. to piss on this guy's
4: face <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god yeah i i, I did again i said i wasn't gonna say a lot this episode uh this is a good song i like it uh, i think it's it's it is like the nice mix of like the more like new wave stuff and like the emerging pop stuff at the same time like it's a nice mesh of the two so i like it yeah i I, I
3: you know didn't have many notes on this song besides just love it love the guitar solo yeah, it's just it's just a good tune. Yeah, it's this, joyous.
2: This this is unfortunately not really an episode of riffs outside of the proclaimer stuff. This is mostly just like this is this is uh, the the Scotty Good songs playlist.
1: Yeah, this is this is <laughs> just uh I, I like to joke around. I love to laugh. I like fun. I'm willing to go as far as to say that I like fun, and I've no, I've said that on this podcast before in the They Might Be Giants episode, but. Uh no time for fun now, only time for facts. I'm here to teach everybody today. We're, trying, we're learning mm-hmm. about the Aztec Camera. We're going to learn about Joseph K a little bit. We're going to talk about another band later on that completes the holy triumvirate of like jangle pop Irish bands, not Irish bands, Scottish bands. I've completely lost the plot here. Um but yeah, Aztec Camera is too good. They're just like one of those bands that like once you get into it's like where has this been all my life? It's so good. Mm-hmm. I, I
2: feel that way off of only one song, so I, I'm I'm very glad to hear that my my intuition, including them here, was totally right.
1: Yeah, uh, I can't recommend Highland Hard Rain enough. Actually, yeah, that's the first the first album is Highland. Highland.
2: Oh, oh, there we go, there we go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was the one that kept that popping
2: enough. up. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think it is time to to move on to our next song the the one uh female scott appearance on this this playlist after i removed uh another one from it but uh i i wanted i want some girl scott representation Natalie Marlin
0: hates
1: women question
2: mark I yeah i i i i <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll get I, to I'm that fame <laughs> we'll get to that eventually
2: Alec Felder has pulled up deep receipts Yeah no 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 because
1: because i want because there's two very important Scottish women I'd love to talk about today.
2: Yeah, I I know I know we already have the the I I the strawberry switchblade erasure will be Ugh. talked about. I I I'm sorry, Alec. That's uh, like
1: that's like bio erasure too, I think. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So like we're, we're really losing tonight.
2: <laughs> this episode is basically me presenting my cancellation to the the listening public on a platter.
4: It's ticket well, pick. It,
0: i mean again like you're getting canceled right now uh jackie is getting canceled <laughs> by the miley cyrus fans you got canceled uh, by
4: snailmail.
0: i i i got canceled by the snail Mill fans although i had my revenge did. i did have my revenge and it was very sweet you did. uh so you know i i i i got them back eventually but uh <laughs> our next song is altered images i could be happy Yes. So I'll just, let's just get it.
2: <laughs> what, are, what are the more deeply fascinating songs to me in this that so uh, weird. this song is so fucking weird. Uh, this is an extended version of it that I like a lot more than the single version uh, just because the buildup is just so fascinating to me. This very kind of like minimalist, pseudo-like, like te- almost kind of like techno-pop, uh, post-punk, like guitar-like, tone thing uh i i don't know if alec has any insight into this but every single version i could find of this longer version has this weird skip in the middle of it okay i was wondering about
0: that i was like (laughs) was that like a glitch with my like i assumed that was like a glitch with like my internet or something no no. literally every
2: version i found of this song has that and i i have to i i have no fucking clue if that is like the way that the song was presented or not and i need to find like a vinyl rip or some shit i have the record here it's
3: like a, a five and a half minute song and the oh, vocals don't come in until like over three minutes in yes and when they do come in there's like this record skip effect on the
1: first word oh, oh that's what, like, yeah, the I I, I I part yeah no that's that's, yeah. that's that's just part of it that's just yeah okay
2: thank I, I you have for the,
1: getting to the bottom of it i have the record here i've listened to it many times uh yeah that's just part of the song they you just, know what this
2: this sounds like the fucking Tiffany cover of "I Think We're Alone." Mm-hmm. Like that—that's what—that's what, that's what kind of like gets to me is that's, like it's—it's it's like,
0: like Tiffany. I think we're alone, mixed with like New Order, Blue Monday.
1: Yeah, the kick drum. The kick drum has like a very similar pattern. I was listening to this on my way home, and I noticed that myself. The Blue Monday connection. Um, yeah, this song. I think the best—the best way I describe this song to people is jarring. Um. <laughs> Like, the whole thing is just jarring to me, like, and it's great, like, and it's not, like, scary, but, like, it's just, like, yeah, you're right, it's not a build-up, it's just, like, different parts. It feels like an extended, like, 12-inch single version of a shorter song. Yeah. Um, But it's just, that's just the song, and I love that. And then, once the vocals hit later on, I guess I'll mention it again, but there is just something so... Off to me about the vocal, like production, I guess the word would be here for this. Like, it's just, it just sounds jarring and strange to me in an interesting and fascinating way. And I think that's, that's great. It's like, this is the kind of, this is the kind of song you play at like a, like an 80s new wave post punk dance night. Like, this is a really good grooving song to dance to.
2: Yeah. Her, her vocals, um, I'm, I'm gonna be. Uh, taking a moment to scan the wikipedia page as i brought it up here uh claire grogan's vocals here are just it's something so interesting to me because they're like just kind of atonal enough to stand out but it's also like the repetition is like really hypnotic in this there, there we go uh, <laughs> uh but it's it it's just there's especially when that's the harmonized thing there, there's something about the production that just feels a little jagged and rough and weird. Uh, the, the Wikipedia article I'm seeing does refer to this as a dance mix. So I do wonder if that is, uh, essentially how they did it on the album because it fits in better to the the context of the album than just the like three minute single version also the album cover is deeply perplexing to me like it looks (laughs) like they just slapped this together in like three minutes by just like literally cutting out a band photo like scrawling on a piece of like construction paper and then like like taking a photo that was it
0: it almost looks like like it looks like the rough draft or like the concept <laughs> art for like the knife shaking, the habitual, like yeah. here's kind of what we, what we're going for. And, and, you know, we'll just, we'll let you kind of take this concept and make it more, you know, more artistic from there. Cause you know, we, we just make the music. We don't make the art. So here's the idea. And of course it's some with like confetti, like the pictures, like we got a guy in the suit who looks like uh, a lost, a lost cast member of kids in the hall. Uh, <laughs> we got, uh, nerd nerd <laughs> he looks nerd, like he's like here. the box
2: office he looks like a box office person in like a movie theater in 1983
0: yeah uh and we got a stock broker here mm. uh or young stockbroker, like 80 stock like a, like a jordan 80 stock broker with the, the fucking suspenders uh we have a uh a, a original trans mask uh representation or he looks like with, owen pallet holy shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely like trans mascals right here, this person, and then uh just a, a woman here with a bad haircut. I'm just gonna say it, bad haircut. Hey. So that's the eighties for you.
1: Hey, bad now. Back then, that was probably popping. Everyone was probably loving that. That's that's the altered image.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Um
0: You know, Alec, I gotta I gotta say something. There's a there's a scene, I, I can't remember if it's if it's the Sandlot or the sequel. I wanna say it's the Sandlot. When they're doing like the uh, the end thing, where they're like, "Hey, here's where everybody on the team is now." Uh, one of the things is like, "Oh, you know, this guy he got really in the '70s, and no one ever saw him again." I feel like that's you in the '80s. <laughs> like you would just t- you would just time travel. At some point, you're going to, to travel back into like 1979 and just be able to, it, and just keep doing time loops throughout like the early New Wave era. I'm gonna like be, I think I'm
1: gonna be like yeah like like it's like a like a butterfly effect kind of thing where like i'll go back in time and like i'll stop like ian curtis from killing himself or something <laughs> and like the entire like i'll just be like super jovial to him or something and just be like you know there might be something worth living for you know something like that and uh <laughs> yeah and then we'll become very, like, good very friends. very bold stance to take like oh i think i'd be friends I, with a lot I of these people i could have saved ian curtis <laughs> I think me and Lou Reed would have been great friends. I think he would have gotten along with me just fine. Uh, yeah,
2: we're we're gonna we're gonna have an alternate version of losing my edge that happens when the rift is is there, where it's like I, I was I was there when Ian Curtis. Uh, like, we, we, I, I don't don't ever do that. You're not you're never gonna make a dime.
1: Like, <laughs> I took off like I, I I removed the idiot off of his turntable and I put on like the Cars or something, and I'm like, oh, let's see, life is fun. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's how easy
0: it is. it's just it's just the fucking episode of Always Sunny where they're trying not to, where they're trying to convince <laughs> uh, fucking Bill Ponderosa to not kill uh. himself. Like, that's alec No, no, uh. you don't
1: get it. You don't get it, man. Things change. <laughs>
0: it's uh. Also, we just gotta we just gotta oh, mention on. how insane of a statement, uh, saying I I think me and Louie would be really good friends. <laughs> That's like that's like the Alec Felder equivalent of me saying like, I could pull Halsey, like <laughs> I, except I, I say that when I'm two beers in, and you say that dead sober.
1: No, because if, I, if do... I was drinking, I'd wrap that. Like that's the thing.
2: <laughs> i do, I do want to point out we started this podcast before we were recorded uh like talking about who on this playlist is dead uh i i thought it was just to sidestep any jokes uh, and now we're, we've like immediately just launched ourselves directly onto the minefield of like one of the most famous dead people
4: in the scene. <laughs> ian
0: curtis <laughs> lou reed <laughs>
1: we got the guy from uh... oh wait we haven't gotten any of these guys yet so I can't David Bowie Mm, that's that's so true Prince
0: Prince (laughs) Michael Jackson Mm,
1: the big bopper (laughs) (laughs)
4: Big.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and no more uh, and no more uh
2: real quick before we move on uh to, to put the pin on your map altered images from uh the great city of glasgow where i i spent a, a week just so just so nobody says I'm, I'm making assumptions about the scottish people i i spent a week in scotland it's cool mm-hmm. it's fine uh i i'm ready to move on to this uh this next track which is uh, to me one of the more surprising ones I didn't know this song beforehand but I knew of uh, this band uh, this is uh, Skids uh, who are otherwise known as mostly a punk band but uh, Masquerade is the track I've po- pulled here uh, yeah I, I knew of the Skids purely because uh, when you are uh, 15 years old in 2009 The Saints Are Coming is the coolest fucking song in the world to you uh, and that is just like a full-on like punk song and the uh like culture shock i had hitting play on this and it's just basically like a fun like bloopy bloppy like we're just having like fun dance moves with our silly accents new wave song was just it threw me i i like the song a lot this song is very fun it is very funny that they do uh, the little thing that they do with the drums at the end of this where like they're basically like doing uh the like quarter notes on like uh I think it's like the snare and the tom are basically the exact same ending as the Saints are coming they just have one move and they just do it over and over again
1: this this style of like glam like this is like this is like firmly in new wave time territory but like it's definitely more akin to, like, glam punk, closer to, like, the Bowie stylings. And, like, I love that kind of stuff. This is a great song. I, Skids are another band that I don't know a lot by. But when I was doing the research on the playlist, I found out that one of my guys was involved, Bill Nelson. And uh, it all came and together beautifully. And, and uh, Who's
0: Bill Nelson, for the listeners that may not know?
1: Oh, you just gotta okay, me. you just gotta you just gotta you just gotta get into him. Uh, Everybody should get into him.
2: He's somebody as part of a rock group called Bebop Deluxe.
1: Mm-hmm. Prog okay. Pro Glam rock just like artists that kinda sounded like Bowie but like were not, like didn't have the same juice. Um I see. But like he goes on to do like a bunch of solo stuff that's also amazing and like fits on this playlist entirely, like just totally weirdo new wave he was listening to like all these new bands and like Skids are one of them That's this band totally influenced him Mm -hmm. I love going the back and forth you know like this thing influences this thing and then that thing now goes back and influences the first thing beautiful
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah,
1: Skids, I need to get more into them in general, Uh, but this song is awesome and it sounds like a Bill Nelson song so if you guys like this song Red Noise, Sound on Sound definitely worth it definitely worth your time
2: it's so funny that the the thing that i'm learning from this uh playlist is that alec and i had no overlaps before this playlist started and mm-hmm. like all the things i threw on here that i didn't know were things that he knew all the things that i knew were things that he didn't know and it's just it's a learning experience we're we're coming together we're learning a lot this is an educational playlist about the the scottish experience uh the uh skids are from uh dumferlin uh which uh i'm being told by wikipedia is uh in fife on the northern shore of i'm not making this up the firth of forth
4: Ooh. yes just, the, the
2: firth of Forth. the firth of fourth uh but yeah sorry it's just hard to just the
0: firth of Forth. the firth of fourth is i like that
2: just, you immediately just... launched into it with like a muppets bit there <laughs>
0: The front, the, front, the fourth is a. I don't, I don't know. It's we're, we're recording this this episode a little later than we usually would, so you know I'm a little loopy right now. You know, I
2: I, I, I had two drinks before this this playlist in order to not necessarily be so stuck up about the Scottish experience. It's the the these these, <laughs> these these Scots they like to have fun. I think that's the moral of this playlist is we're we're here to learn about how how much fun the Scots could have breaking it down it's mm-hmm. and i yeah skids great band great uh great track very fun it sounds like it could be in like a party scene of like a scottish coming of age movie from the 80s i don't know uh it, it, if we are talking about uh bands that know how to get down though um mm-hmm. i i i am deeply sorry and uh grateful to my listeners that uh we we got to introduce you to uh what by far the strangest band on this list and uh part of this was also an excuse to just trojan horse this into a playlist uh do we want to get into uh charlton heston by stump by chance
1: sure it do it at this point let's
2: do it i'm
1: so ready uh, yeah the when,
3: when I was when I was listening to this playlist for the first time, when I got to this song, I just I just messaged Natalie, "Hey Natalie, what the fuck is this?"
2: <laughs> uh, Stump is an incredible band uh, who are basically we talked I, I talked a bit about how Dexys like sound like nobody else, and like Stump are also like one of those bands that sound like no one else. They have like a little bit of like the like Beefheart Zappa touch, but they almost kind of to me what they remind me of is they're very much like almost kind of like a much weirder and like before it's time like primus but that's like very deeply like rooted in like irish sounds uh like they're really rooted in a lot of like fretless bass stuff uh this is one of the more sedate songs from them and it being like very rooted in like sampler shit is part of the reason why but like if you get into literally any of their other stuff, it is just this really frenetic, oftentimes like really playing fast and loose with like uh, like notation and like time signature stuff uh, where like their bassist and drummer are just like going all over the map. Uh, their uh, most famous song is uh, a song called Buffalo that uh, makes fun of American tourists with a chorus that goes, and I quote, big bottom swing, big bottom swing, swing-a-linga. Oh wait, uh,
1: you're forgetting the best part of that song, which is the uh the bridge, which is how much is the fish? How much is the fish? How much is the chips? Does the fish have chips? How much is the fish? How much is the chips? Does the fish have chips? Does Frodo the fish have chips?
2: Frodo Gremlin? Uh, I'm, I'm
1: always saying that, so like
2: you <laughs> knew. Uh, Famously one of the, that song specifically, famously part of the, uh, like, famed C-86 compilation, and it is, like, far and away the weirdest cut on that. Like, most of it is, like, pretty traditional, like, post-punk bands and bands that you would know of in that scene. And then that song hits in the middle of it like a fucking brick to the face. It's, it's really great. Um, but yeah, uh. Let me, let me read off uh, some of uh, the like many titles of several Stump songs because I think this is this is what we need in order to get a clear sense of what the band is like. Uh, they, they have songs like Tupperware Stripper, uh, Orgasm Way, mm-hmm. uh, let's see what's here. Uh, a Fierce Pancake is the name of their one and only studio album because uh, it did not sell well at all. Uh, it like, yeah, just like really really flopped uh let's see here uh although mike patton says that this is one of his favorite albums of all time
1: uh, i'm the, I, and i'm which... sure les claypool <laughs> was listening to this i am oh, i'm absolutely. absolutely sure of it yeah you when you said the primus thing that's that's a connection i never really thought of but like you're so right like it's it, like this it's the atonality of it all is like and how it comes together is what's so amazing like yeah
2: and, and part of the reason why this is uh, kind of cusp is, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, most of the members in the band are British, and it's uh, primarily uh, Mick Lynch who's the vocalist who uh, has, uh, in in his heyday, one of the greatest hairdos I've ever seen, which is just basically like a little poof just at the center of his <laughs> hair and nothing else.
0: All right, hold up, I gotta, I gotta, re- I gotta see this for myself. Uh, I was pulling up uh, photos of Fred Willard, <laughs> and I think you should leave because that's what the song sounds like—the sketch where he's playing the 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 rube goldberg organ device whatever the fuck that's called uh let me slow, <laughs> let's check out this hair again 80 again bad 80s hair as we uh previously mentioned uh i i love bad 80s hair obviously flock of seagulls that's your that's your number one like more bell like perfect 80s oh wow okay is that what is that him is that is mick lynch at?
2: himself Uh, bro at
0: that point just just shave it off man just give up that hairline at that point but i guess at that but i guess this was the 80s and if you shave it you might look like a skinhead and it's like uh, i have a some connotations there but even then that's the stump that is the stump
4: that's the
2: stump Uh, right there Uh, she's stump she's stump the the uh photo from there specifically is the the music video for buffalo which is like one of the most cartoonishly like low cost like low budget music videos ever where it's just them in a white room just kind of playing along and stomping along, and at one point, no, Mick Lynch uh so eats TV a fake fish. Uh, We've made a video
1: for them we... this is uh, that I was gonna mention this 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 small bit. The voice you just heard was uh Jules Holland of the <laughs> Jules Holland show, and uh, oh, shit. and uh, Squeeze as well, uh, you know, Indie Head's uh, favorite uh, New Wave, Gavin's yeah, beloved. But uh, his comments on this band are just so funny to me because it's so passive aggressive. He's like introducing. He was a and he has got the, like the, he's got like his own unique accent. So I can't do the Jules voice, but like his he's like introducing them like we made a video for this band because it's important to make videos for new bands, <laughs> and we're gonna show it to you so we can show you new music. And it's like. It's so and then this song comes on. <laughs> and you're either completely How sold. How much is the
4: chips? Does the fish have chips? How much is the fish?
0: I think we need to have uh, Isaac Isaac this guy's got to take a paternal test from for Isaac <laughs> from Blackwood <laughs> Junior Road. I think we got to we got to figure this one out. Uh,
1: that was the moment where I was sold.
0: Like right there. Okay, you did say this. Okay, this is definitely a cheap video, but like, it looks like they shot this on film, so you know it, it can't be that cheap.
2: I mean, that was the only option at the time.
0: I mean, at this point, there was tape. You know, there was, I mean, there we was. we watched we watched some pretty bad fucking videos on MTV <laughs> days before the MTV craze. Yes, I. All my, all my. Wait, hang on. His haircut. I okay. I know where I recognize his haircut from there was a professional wrestler in the late 2000s, early 2010s named Tyson kid that has this exact same haircut. Uh, not this photo. Like he's got the, it's like a little crown. Uh. Like (laughs) it's like the little crown here.
4: Oh my God.
0: What he has. It's like, it's, it's, it's like a fucking peanut strip, like ass haircut, you know, like a peanuts character would have this haircut. If you try to translate it to real life, it would be horrifying. As it is horrifying in real life, as we're seeing right now,
3: (laughs) it's like it's like in 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 comic trips or something where like babies will be drawn with like one curly hair coming off. (laughs) Oh my god, you're right.
2: (laughs) That's exactly it. (laughs)
1: He's got got the Simpsons hairline. Like, yeah. um, Uh,
2: He he looks like an Archie character if they like tried to translate like the exact like squiggles in the comics to like Riverdale or some shit.
0: Yeah. You open up fucking jughead, stupid beanie, and that's what's actually
2: in there. (laughs) No, I, I, I. Again, this playlist or this this podcast in general, I should say, is about remembering some guys, and like this, this is uh as as a purveyor of uh weird guys throughout my years. I just I felt a need to to document Stump on the record because when else am I going to get a chance to bring them up? Uh, Stump rules one of the greatest bands that does not take themselves. Seriously, whatsoever. uh All their shit is very good. If you like weird, freaky guys who play fretless basses, uh, absolutely go for them. uh There's not much material you could get through it in like about a couple hours. The, also,
3: uh, do, do we like touch on at all, like the lyrical content of the song?
2: No, we didn't. Let's oh
3: yeah, talk we're so sorry, about talking that.
1: about Buffalo, <laughs> which is also has beautiful <laughs> lyrics. um
2: Yeah,
3: so uh, like Charles and it's like it's like about the the. 10 plagues of egypt as far as i could discern
2: yeah yeah it's it's specifically like tying in uh like 10 Commandments shit and like because charlton heston played moses in that 10 commandments adaptation it has the the incredible uh refrain charlton heston put his vest on
0: oh there's a music video there, there is, is a music an actual... video oh god and like Do
3: this, we... this let's, also let's this also explains it. you know the the baffling sound effect that is just frogs. recurring throughout the entire thing. It's supposed to be frogs, I guess, because of, you know, the the plague of frogs. But to me, it just sounded like, um, the... So have <laughs> you listened to, like, the new Matmos album that just came out?
4: <laughs> no. no, but I think
3: I know it. what you're getting <laughs> at. You're <laughs> of like that old, like, Smithsonian folkways recording of, like, speech after the removal of the larynx. <laughs> and it's just like it's just like you know a, a recording of like a guy you know speaking after his voice box has been removed essentially just by like burp talking the entire time, and that is oh exactly gosh. what that frog sound effect sounds like to me. <laughs> yeah,
1: so this video is this video is like the Buffalo video in that it's just them doing the song in front of us like a background. But you can see that the budget's a little bit higher because they actually have a background and they have the frogs. Yeah, Yeah, this is kind of
0: like the Mexican radio video if they had like five less dollars in the budget.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do want to point out uh, some of my other favorite lyrics in here because it it is a pretty, like, it's their own weird idiosyncratic way of like doing the Ten Commandments, but it has uh, lyrics like, the recipe for egg fried lice, uh, lights camel action, uh, my favorite line in here is "Thou shalt not bonk thy neighbor's wife." Uh, it's <laughs> there. There are a bunch of quirked-up uh, British and Irish boys. It's I, I can't imagine anyone not loving this band. It's are There's some of the most fascinating people I've ever seen.
0: He I, like this, this. The fact that this guy is a singer in like a new wave band and not like a Coen Brothers regular <laughs> character actor is fucked up.
1: I highly recommend uh, watching there's like two videos of them from like right before he died. Uh yeah. they did like they did oh, like wait, he one died? final yeah, the, he yeah, died. Yeah, he, he passed away in 2015, yeah. This one's for uh this one's for Mick Lynch and Fred Willard. <laughs> uh, but uh
2: RIP Mick Lynch, you beautiful human.
1: There's the one video of them at their final performance. Uh, w- would end up being their final performance and it's a great video of this and Buffalo. And then there's also a video I don't know if it's fake or not. it could very well be fake, but it could I don't know enough about these people that it could be very true. but there's a video of the three of the band members being like, we want to get the band back together. So we're gonna go look for Mick and they're like, okay, and then the whole video is just them going through the city into random bars looking for yeah. looking for Mick and like he's <laughs> w- one of these bars like has anyone seen him like and they eventually find him smoking a cigarette outside the bar like
2: yeah i i i would say that would be staged except for the fact that everything i've heard about like how close a weird irish way of life is is like that just seems like fact like i i've been reading like shit about like how like tight-knit irish communities are and i fully believe that shit after that like i fully believe that if you just ask around you could find somebody at a bar on a random weekday that you haven't seen in like 30 years
1: and, and if that's and if it's real then that's one of the that's honestly one of the most beautiful reunions i can imagine like we're it's just gonna a, go to the pub and find our guy
2: yeah it's it's an emotional moment because like the this band did not record anything since like 1988 and like Right before they right before Mick passed, they like uh had that whole reunion video. They did a couple of like uh live shows, I believe, in just some p- random pubs, like not even like official venues, just like in pubs. And uh, they, they weren't like,
1: announced, like they were like surprise shows.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it was literally just for like the people who like were part of those communities. They, and they released like a compilation album with like uh some like rarities and shit and stuff from like the EPs. And then that was it. Like that was all they they ever did there was like a whole like gap of time where like it seems like they just weren't really in touch it's it's a beautiful experience this is stump is is a living testament to the the power of the of the of irish community I, uh, i really i i find it very deeply moving personally
1: no like and you watch the video from the last show and it's like all of these people it's a small crowd it's not it's a it's a full room but it's a small room um but like all of these people are here to see you know this weird thing going on you know 30 years later and it's so cool to me like great band underrated band uh if you're if if you want to get into the weirder side of uh like the, the, I guess it's. I don't want to call it experimental side of new wave because it's not. It's just like, it's closer to like no wave than anything else. Um, it's a little quirky. It's, it's, just quirky. More, it's a, little,
0: yeah. a little more quirky than it's, than your average new wave.
1: It's like the. It's like if the guys from Contortions were like a little bit, like sillier, which is cool, mm-hmm. which I dig. Yeah. Right.
2: Again, I, I love I love my silly guys who just don't take themselves seriously at all. Like this is. This is a testament to the fact that you could be silly with it and still be, like, really fucking banger musicians who know your way around uh, just the the wildest ass ways of, like, using your instruments.
1: And it's like, they're, like, playing three, like, the, the three guys are just playing three completely separate things. Yes. Like, they barely work, and it's, and it's, but that's what makes it work, and that's what's so great about this band.
2: Yeah, it's... we we, we're dealing a lot in harmony and there's there's beauty in disharmony and atonality um but yeah i think it is perhaps time that we uh get back into the scottish heart of the matter uh i'm about to like blow probably maddie and jenna's mind because i did not know this before i pulled this up uh we're getting into the rattler by goodbye mr mckenzie uh a band that uh a certain shirley manson was in before garbage
4: no uh-huh. I didn't know that
0: Interesting. I did not know that I didn't that. know
2: that either because this song is like very under listened to like this was one of the polls that I had to find where I was like at a certain point I was just going through rummaging through every Scottish band I could find and I came across this song and I was like th- this to me is very similar to Somewhere in My Heart in that there's something about Scottish New Wave that is very deeply emotional and like romantic and sentimental in a way that like I feel like a lot of, like, American and British New Wave is kind of lost on, and like, I don't know, there's there's some, like, really deep, stirring emotion happening in this song that I, I find really gorgeous. Uh, goodbye Mr. McKenzie from Bathgate, specifically. Again, another near Edinburgh band.
1: Famously yeah, shouted this, out this in the band, Proclaimers. this band is,
3: like, barely on, on streaming at all. Like, you know, in the, in the playlist, I thought, like, you had to you had to get this track from, like, a, a compilation of, of Scottish music from the 70s and 80s because, mm-hmm. you know, their discography
1: is basically non-existent on streaming. Those are the yeah. best bands, though. Those are the best ones. <laughs> it's like, no, because, like... That's
2: stump. That's stump, yeah, Maybe Yeah, everyone
1: forgets about these guys so much that, like, that nobody thinks to, like, oh, like, we could probably put these bands on, you know, Spotify and someone will listen to them. Mm-hmm. It's,
2: it's very funny, too, because the, like, little uh, keyboard part that Shirley Manson is doing here, does sound very much like a uh, like major key version of like the bit. In, uh, Only happy when it rains. Now that I think about it, uh, I do I do want to um, go over one thing in the Wikipedia entry that I do think is important that Maddie just kind of glossed over when I was w- looking at it on his screen. Uh, in early career, the band began when Martin Metcalf, the singer, moved on from his first band, Teenage Dog Horgy.
1: Mm, that sounds like a good band. I would probably really like that band hold on let me look that up yes. actually I'm not going to google that
0: yeah maybe on the incognito yeah, I'll like, uh,
3: get
1: you put on a list yeah god damn it that's a really okay. good band name I I will not they were lie. not
2: prepared for, for what the NSA was about to do to that band <laughs> like,
1: that's no, like even, the, even just ran the of a band list. called like Asia or something <laughs> It's like like nobody could have foreseen that like oh yeah like people are gonna have to look up our band like no one's like like Chicago or like Asia or like Boston and then you got bands like Teenage Dog Orgy which are also equally equal equally uh, unlookable unsearchable
3: Maddie in the in the members section in that info box to the right I just want you to yeah. click on Big John Duncan because that man is the epitome of what I would expect a man named Big John to look like. <laughs> he does,
0: yeah. I mean, I mean, duh. Like, Big John Duncan? Yeah, of course he looks like that. I, I would
2: also like to point out, maybe we should have been looking through the member sections of all of these, but there's a member of Goodbye Mr. McKenzie simply named Rona Scooby. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Come on. I before just before we go name. back to
1: Rona Scooby, we gotta go back to Big John Duncan because I'm reading on this page that he was in... He look at that last line there, Twisted Sister, Foo Fighters, and Ministry.
0: I gotta assume he was like 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 a roadie or something. Yeah, but like,
1: still, what a what that's
3: pretty sick. What, he an, looks interesting. Very what yeah. an interesting roadie. What an interesting. In the he early and mid nineties, he played it, with the Kamikaze Freak Show and the Gin Goblins. <laughs> the, the, the Gin Goblins.
1: Kamikaze what? Freak Show sounds like my kind of band too. Uh, yeah, that sounds awesome.
0: Oh shit! He was uh, in 1992 and 1993. He worked as a backlight and guitar technician for the band Nirvana. Uh, so maybe it. he and was a roadie. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. I mean, again, and it makes sense why he, you know, why he became a guitar tech for like Foo Fighters, because like, hey, I knew Dave from Nirvana, and Dave's like, hey, we need someone on on tour. You want to come with us, Big John Duncan <laughs>
2: and, and Big John we, Duncan and DK. We can't stop running into dead people this episode.
1: And you know, I hate to give any credit to Dave Grohl because he he doesn't need it at this point um but like i'm sure that him and kurt like when they were in nirvana were like oh we got the guy from the exploited working with us like that's awesome like and i think that's pretty cool
0: i mean i mean for sure i mean kurt and and both those guys were like huge punk nerds like uh it it would make sense like oh shit we got this guy like this guy this guy that nobody else knows but like is huge in the punk world or like for the fucking nerds Uh, But shouts out to Big John Duncan. Shouts out to goodbye, Mr. McKenzie, which uh, I'm assuming they're saying goodbye, Mr. McKenzie, because, wait, is it goodbye? Yeah, goodbye, Mr. McKenzie. I'm going to assume he's dead, so let's hit the music real quick. Mr. McKenzie.
1: Big John Duncan kind of reminds me of uh, Biff Whiff. (laughs) he does he
0: does does look like like biff whiff if he took like the mario mushroom a little bit
1: that's biff whiff after he heard the turnstiles off
4: (laughs) you've heard it you've you've heard of (laughs) clark huge
2: now here's buff whiff
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh all right let's 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 move on this is one of the Uh, bigger bands
2: we we gotta talk about this uh after after me uh failing to like get this playlist like Perfectly airtight, and like throwing in a bunch of bands that nobody cares about. Uh, I, I like was throwing things in and out, and eventually I caved to Alec Felder's demands, and we are talking about uh, his his boys. I'm gonna throw it over to him. He's gonna he's gonna take the raids I know he has a a fucking manifesto on this bed. It's orange juice. It's rip it up. It's an Alec Felder certified classic. Let's oh, go, baby.
1: Easily a top ten song. Easily a top 10 song for me. Oh my god, what a perfect song. Every single second of the song is good. Like, that synth, that drum machine, everything about this song is good. Uh, Edwin Collins, one of the original Soulful Ass White Boys, uh, he just, he had so many feelings. And they all just come out on his in his music.
2: It's, I, I posted in the our internal chat that at a certain point in uh, making dinner and uh, eating tonight, I was deep in a bottle of wine that I bought and uh, started doing high kicks to this playlist in my living room and it, this was the song it was like starting this is one of the funkiest ass like songs that any Scottish person has ever thrown down uh, they come from a, a town called Bearsden, which is one of the hardest fucking things I've ever heard in my life and uh, and also, uh, to me, th- this, uh, like a week or two ago, I had a realization that I was like, uh, this must be the place is basically uh, David Byrne being jealous of Genius of Love and try to steal it back for the talking heads. And Orange Juice, like, Rip It Up is just basically like if you synthesize the two songs into one. Mm-hmm. Like, th- it, it, just, say, yeah, it, sounds it sounds like s- both of them put together.
0: Like, It would not shock me. This this got sampled a couple times, like some hip hop songs. Like this sounds very
3: proto uh, Genius of Love. Like this was like. Well, let me let me look it up on who sampled.
1: A lot of people. I don't know. The research is good because I don't know if this was actually sampled, but like the use of this, I forget what drum machine this is, but this was like one of the first like popular uses of this specific Uh, drum machine.
2: The Roland TB three oh three. Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh a lot of this a lot of these sounds are also used in like acid house music and like a lot of like dance stuff that came out of Europe oh, and yeah you, later you on. You
2: know Aphex Twin was mm-hmm. getting down to this. Like the the bass sounds are very like Aphex Twin, like synth like, like the squelchy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: That little synth solo is beautiful. There's all right, so there's like In an 80s song, you either get, like, a synth solo, a weird little guitar solo, or a sax solo. And in this song, you get all three. It's amazing.
3: Also, uh, yeah, I I looked it up on on who sampled, and uh, Rip It Up by Orange Juice has been sampled uh, in In Your Shoes by Beverly Knight featuring Chipmunk.
1: I don't know that one. All right
2: yeah okay this this is my favorite of the many solos here just uh oh this is also another point that remember that little like two note thing because i will bring it up in a moment not on this song but we'll we'll talk about it
1: uh wait oh we're okay we're gonna talk about that little solo yeah okay because i was gonna i was gonna shout out i was gonna shout out another fallen soldier uh pichelli oh here's the ones
2: that we got
1: Little tribute, little tribute to uh, Pete Shelley of the Buzzcocks. There, yeah, this is just, just it's a it. Perfect just song. It's a perfect, song. It. It's a perfect it's, song. It's one of the one best new the, wave like, songs. Like
2: five and a half minutes, and you don't even realize it just because you're grooving the whole goddamn time. Like it's it's a beautiful experience, and it's okay. So initially, I like held off on this because I was like so wedded to this idea of like what does a scottish new wave song sound like but his his voice he's got like such a soulful little like accent going here it's there's something really deeply beautiful to it the way that it's like got this like really high like little like wisp to the end of it but there's such a like deepness to it at the same time it's
1: it's almost like it's almost crooning like it's almost he's almost a crooner And it's like, and a lot of the other songs on this album get closer to that. Like, uh, uh, oh my God, what's the one song on this one? I Can't Help Myself is, uh, another, like, it's like a straight up, like, R&B rip. Like, they're, they're super influenced by, like, just soul music in general.
2: You know what I need is I need Jordy Griep to cover this. Like, he would fucking steal the cover of this.
1: This, this song is too easy for Morgan though like that's the problem Yeah they
2: would, they would have to go I mean they, they did the like uh, covers that they were doing around the time of Cavalcade I he's he could flex his muscles he's, He worked with similarly easy material drum wise
1: All three Orange juice albums are are Alec Felder Essentials if you're if you're listening right now. Uh, all three of them are, are very important to the Canon. Uh, he is uh, Edwin Collins beautiful soul. Uh, he's not dead but uh he did have some tragedy strike his life uh where he had an aneurysm and he like completely lost the ability to like play guitar and uh, shit did like, like he lost like i think he lost his speech for a while but he he gained all of that back like he he learned like how to do that all again god bless him and oh uh, no. yeah.
2: wait 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 section section of edwin collins wikipedia page collaborations with roddy frame of aztec camera there we fucking go there's the crossover this is this is a beautiful experience where we're, we're seeing the scottish people coming together in solidarity
1: they were mm. yeah because they came out around the same time uh then uh oh was haircut 100 a scottish band is that what I'm reading? Oh, that's added to the list of in memorials. Wait, where's, here, where's haircut one uh, uh, hundred? Right go. there, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, no, British, it
1: says British. Okay, it says British. Thank God, because I would have gone on and on about them. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> no, uh, orange juice is great. Uh, have you guys seen Empire Records? I haven't. No. Okay. No. Uh, yeah, he has the one song in that. Uh, yeah, girl like you. is in that song? is in that movie? And that song. I don't like that song very much. I don't like his solo stuff very much. Uh, but mm-hmm. orange juice is just too good. They were just doing, th- and they were just so underappreciated. Yeah, see, like lack of success, Un- mm-hmm. so unfortunate. uh But yeah, yeah. so good, so good. Like, up. I don't One think, the best. like,
0: yeah, I think with like especially with orange juice, like you don't get the Smiths without orange juice, kind of like paving the way. Ooh, it's for, a good point. Like the yeah. Goofy yeah. Smiths,
1: yeah, they're like a little bit silly about it. Like, like that's what I—I I don't like the Smiths that much anymore. I feel like I'm, I just—I just, I just don't—I just can't listen to Morrissey. He just takes himself too damn seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and uh whereas Edwin Collins, I don't think he you're, does. You're gonna
0: hate the new David Fincher movie, The Killer. Then.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like all Smith songs, right? Yeah, yeah. I can still get that. Which honestly, kind of—I kind
0: of respect. Just, just for like, I was just listening to a lot of the Smiths when making this movie. I just put the fucking Smiths in the soundtrack, even if it's super obvious. Like, oh shit, I'm going to go visit my girlfriend in a coma. Immediately, the next scene is him listening to "Girlfriend in a Coma" by the Smiths in a car. Like, subtext doesn't exist. Fucking Garth Marenghi, Dark Place, like ass fucking move. Gotta respect
2: it. I, I, I like the the another prevailing theme we're hitting on here is that we are waxing poetic about the beauty and being deeply silly, like being, being serious, being artsy. That's cool. I guess, I, I, I guess there's like some virtue in that if you're like doing something interesting, but like to me, the, the most beautiful thing anybody could be is the silliest ass motherfucker. You could be on the planet and like owning that shit. And it's like, that's the thing about orange juice is that like rip it up is like a song that, you have all these disparate elements that like on their own could be like kind of goofy, but they are owning it with so much earnestness and so much like funk to them that it just, it rules. It's, 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 it's the beauty in being kind of silly with it.
1: That's Mm -hmm. why I like, they might be giants so much, you know, like there it's all of that's the core of it. There's like your dark and evil, like post-punk and like dark wave. And then the industrial stuff, but that's also super duper goofy when you look into it literally at all. And like, it's it's just a great thing. It's like, yeah, we're all going to be goofy, but we're going to be good at it. Mm-hmm.
2: uh speaking of silly mode i i would like to put a pin in one specific thing because i will tee this up at the end of the episode a little bit further the last paragraph of this section that maddie is on and edwin collins wikipedia page about his solo <laughs> career uh collins one of his singles uh the magic piper parentheses of love was featured on the soundtrack for austin powers international man of mystery we will get to this we will edwin Wait. collins will return
0: really oh god i was gonna I, mean, I, I was gonna point i wanted to point that out because of gavin i'm like gavin you if you're if we lost you at all during this episode austin powers international man of mystery it's on the soundtrack all right uh i'm very scared about how austin powers gets brought back up <laughs> on this episode so
2: it's uh, very it's it's wild because i have actually spoiled it in podcast chat but i will i will i will talk about it at the end of this episode a little bit more for now let's get back to the scots uh the scottish yes. people uh, we we got a band from uh, Aberdeen, Scotland here uh, this is another one of the like lesser known ones that I like came across in my just uh, combing through every single band that I could uh, this is uh, the Jasmine Minx uh, a really just nice little banger of a song called Think! Exclamation Point I feel
4: love like the, the Jasmine Minx
2: it's
3: not that... just think it's think yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Look.
3: laughs>
0: I, I, the Jasmine Minx that, that name feels like I should be censoring that name. That feels yeah. like a Scottish slur.
2: That sounds like, like a- oh,
0: she's a oh she's a Jasmine's I, I can't do a Scottish accent, sorry. <laughs> the, the, this, she, I'm
2: this, just gonna this say my
0: normal accent.
2: The jasmine She's like Minks, a she's a jasmine mink. The Jasmine Minx sounds like the name of a fake band in an Austin Powers movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had to that um, sick. This this Playlist in part is uh 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 like one of my like closest and best friends in the world lives like not far from Aberdeen, and so I was glad to like have one Aberdeen representation in here. Uh uh This was one that I just wanted to put on here just because this is this is to be like one of the another cool find that I like found where it's just the I want something that was a little more like post-punky in terms of its like speed and like energy. I th- I f- I felt the playlists need a low like burst of energy here at the end uh yeah i I I love the drums
3: on this song
2: yes big fan
3: of any of any song where the drummer is just like doing 16th notes on the hi-hat like that
2: the whole way through no no stop uh i love the the screams the vocalist is doing at the end of this track too is also just like really going for broke uh the reason i wanted to keep this on uh even after we added rip it up because rip it up was like the missing like juice this playlist needed uh, no, no pun intended, but, um, the, from this bit of the Wikipedia page for the Jasmine Minx, uh, prior to recording Sanderson, uh, the, uh, vocalist guitarist <laughs> had been listening to the Buzzcocks spiral scratch EP and repeat the same two note refrain from the end of boredom, uh, at the end of think, uh, later Edwin Collins of orange juice was to reference boredom and repeat the same two note refrain on orange juices hit single rip it up. It's a, we got the, the Scottish synergy is real and it's happening.
1: That's that's why I shouted up my man Pete Shelley, uh, King. The rest in peace, King. Uh, but yeah, no, Buzzcocks are also so good. That's just beside the point, though. Um, this song is like it's like pre-Twee pop. Like it's it's like it's very
2: jangle pop. Yeah. it's like,
1: like post-punk. Yeah, it's it feels like a lot of the, like the Twee bands of the '90s were probably into this, and like specifically. Like the most like well-known Scottish band I guess I know after this is probably Bell and Sebastian. And this this one is so far like the most like direct link, I think, to them. Uh this one, like, if you just change some of those to acoustic guitars, you would have like a solid for feeling sinister. Yeah,
2: the, the chords and the like guitar tones specifically are like feel very Bell and Sebastian now that you mention it.
1: This was this was another one of the ones I didn't know. Uh, beforehand, but this is definitely a band I want to check out some more. Like, if all the songs are kind of like this, I'm into this. And I like to think. So, I do
2: like thinking. Who? Th- this is a band for the, the serious Sundays out there where yeah. you you gotta be thinking. It's for ideas. Uh, it's for ideas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that song is sick. I, that's all I gotta say. It's a sick, sick-ass song, and of course, it is one of the many songs uh, on this playlist in which it's probably a band you can only find on like compilations that are on spotify Uh,
2: yeah there's like some albums out there uh that they put out from creations oh shit they put out a single they put out a single this year
0: wait uh, on september hold up from september 8th two they're back together what the fuck unless it's like, it's like an archival thing
2: they uh release an album next week what the fuck Oh,
0: yeah. tomo-
2: no, it's tomorrow. What? Oh shit! What?
0: Your album of the year list, people. You cannot. You, you, your album of the year list. Don't don't finalize them just yet. The Jasmine your Minks are about album to drop in twenty
1: two some- years. We, wow. we, I,
2: I can't stop doing this where I like bring these bands back into existence.
1: We single handedly saved the Jasmine Minks. <laughs> Amazing. We we like. We're on
2: some Nostradamus shit here, like with this podcast. We're too powerful.
1: This is also very good. I like this.
2: Solid for like a band that's like 40 years into their career. Yeah.
0: I will say also, this is one of the first bands that was on Alan McGee's creation label. So without the, the Jasmine Minx, we may not have New Order. We may not have Oasis. We may not have My Bloody Valentine. So, you know that's right just gotta it's gotta put that put that out there on the record but shouts out to the Jasmine
1: new order would have been fine unless i was back there
2: i <laughs> like <laughs> order Alec felder would have killed new order
1: that would have been i would have taken care of those guys that would have been the the saddest thing for me because if i killed new order then i i would have killed electronic and their oh. their their brilliant song getting away with it um but yeah, uh, but I would say the imperatives. I'm still absolutely sure about that. Hell yeah.
3: Let's keep it going, though. We got, we got, I have, well, what's I have up a next? friend who is like, he has this recurring joke where he says that he could, he could successfully riz up Olivia Rodrigo in three or fewer tries. And I, <laughs> and all I've, all I've been able to think about this entire, this entire recording is like, Alec being able to riz up Ian Curtis in three or two
2: I've been waiting for a guy to come and riz me by the hand.
1: <laughs> riz Riz will tear us apart. Um- <laughs> I- I- I-
0: Alec Rizzler. Uh <laughs> Jalek
1: Rizzler. Uh Jalek division. J- <laughs>
0: <laughs> what if instead of the riddler he was called the rizzler and he just tried to flirt with batman well i, I he, he kind of just does that already in, in the batman 2022 he is he very much wants to fuck robert pattinson batman really
2: bad in that movie i mean so. don't we all
0: wait that's facts the riddler
2: was in that movie
0: yeah the riddler is the main villain in, in the new batman movie i saw it but i don't remember it at all <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean it is a long time. Oh of yeah, movies. yeah, oh, yeah. Paul Dano. I remember now. Paul Dano. Paul Dano, Paul Dano, Paul, Paul He was good. Yeah, he was a good part of that. I like that part. He was good. <laughs> He's good in everything. Yeah, Paul. Beat beast.
0: <laughs> beast actor, uh great in the Fable mens, great as Brian Wilson in Love and Mercy. Mm-hmm. Uh but we're not talking movies. We're not talking Paul Dano. We're talking uh uh, paul bufano but like for scottish people wait, uh, what's the next song
1: but wait actually before we move on to the next song last thing about paul dano is i think he could play a scottish guy pretty well if we Probably. were gonna do like he he's could got have the been
2: face he's got the face yeah like
1: he could be like like in the aztec camera biopic like the guitar like the other guitar player or something
2: yeah i i could see that i i'd buy it i'd buy i would not question it uh we to get onto the uh last couple tracks here um this is another one that uh unfamiliar with this band before digging in this like might be other than uh somewhere in my heart and uh the last song on this playlist probably my like stealth favorite song on here i have like been mesmerized by this weird beguiling ass song uh this is uh the associates from dundee scotland with party fears Two. I, every part of the song sounds like it should be, like, wrong, and yet it's, it's so arresting, and I, I can't make sense of it, I can't understand what is happening here, but I, I love it, I love, uh, Billy McKenzie, the vocalist's voice is just, I, I need to dig more into them, because I need to know if, like, this is just how his voice sounds, or if he's, like, just, really great at projecting like this like it is I I don't know we, we talked about like people from the British Isles who are like and the greatest like the greater united kingdom who have like very idiosyncratic voices and it's like where was this guy's voice like all my life it's like sometimes you think you've heard all the voices in the world and then you hear <laughs> this shit and you're like what is, what is this guy doing This is. This this
0: sounds like content aware David Byrne. Like (laughs) he sounds like David Byrne if you keep messing with like the fucking sliders on the pitch a little bit, you know.
1: He's like wailing, and I love that. Like it's like, it's like a ghost. Yeah, like a ghost singing, and it's cool. Very opera. It's very opera. It's very. He's like the
2: Klaus Nomi of (laughs) post-punk.
1: He's got like um. Uh, so uh, the only other thing I've listened the only album I've listened to by the associates is like their ra- like not their rarities comp but it's like their early work compilation uh, the fourth thrower down one and it's very much not like this <laughs> uh it's very much like way more experimental and like minimal than this uh and I have to listen to this stuff because this is like very it's like much more like sparks than anything else to me, and I love that. So, this is, like, just fun, gothy, art pop. And I love that.
2: Yeah, this is, to me, like, basically like, if you took, like, the Smiths and the Cure in a blender, mm-hmm. like, is I, I just put somebody who was, like, on a tilter whirl and mic'd him up. Like...
0: I can't believe a human being sounds like this. This is fucking crazy.
2: No, I... I I want to keep it to a minimum because this is uh, the one where like uh, the uh, Billy McKenzie did uh, uh, commit suicide in 1997. So I'm 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 trying to be respectful here, but it's also like to me the greatest testament I could say for his performance is I'm listening to this shit now like 40 years divorced and I'm still like I do not know how you as a human being can sound like this. This is genuinely like deeply impressive.
1: Yeah. I, i'm with you it's it's uh it's like it's like it's like yeah whoever said opera was right but like but like faux opera like we're gonna pretend to be opera singers super rock opera in a way Mm. like super like theatric performance and that's like you know and all these guys would come out on stage you know with like crazy makeup like their face is painted just like acting and like it's it's great like these guys would probably come out dressed like dracula or something doing this and, it's, <laughs> and like that's what's beautiful about it i keep saying beautiful but like it's a we keep going back to it this is inherently goofy Whoa. music damn y'all hear that high note
2: yeah no unreal this is this was a band that was made to be like an opener at some random set. I would go to like, like a little stone and just be like totally mesmerized out of my mind. Just being like, what the fuck is happening here? I need to know everything about this band in an instant. Like the, that that to me is the greatest tragedy is that like, if I went high out of my mind to an associate show and like, I had this song happen to me and I would hear this voice in a live setting, I think it genuinely would shatter my brain. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, the uh one note i want to pull up uh from uh the wikipedia entry from this is that uh apparently the end of the song uh the sound effects you hear are three cups being smashed and then Mackenzie spinning out his chewing gum so Hmm. i i don't know what that's about i don't know why that's in there
0: also i'm i'm reading the uh the bio on spotify which is written by simon reynolds so that's a that's a real uh, UK ass moment there. Uh, but <laughs> Billy McKenzie passed away in 1997. So, Billy McKenzie, got to add that to the to the list of of, of and dead also guys. The, the, the
3: other the other main guy from the band, uh, Alan Rankin, also passed earlier this year. Sadly, Billy
0: McKenzie, Alan Rankin.
2: Uh, this is not a death thing, but uh, the backing vocalist that you hear, uh, Martha Ladley, is from a band called Martha and the Muffins.
1: That's all I wanted to share. Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah. yeah, that's a,
0: that's. I was gonna say yeah, that's, that's a deep Alec pole
4: there. Whoa,
1: whoa! I didn't know that. Let's talk about that. Yeah, They're, not on They're not on streaming. They're not on the streaming. They barely on streaming. Yeah, they are. They're they have like one album on streaming. That's from like their golden era. Um yeah. Martha and the Muffins I did not realize there was a connection there. That's amazing. Martha and the Muffins insanely underrated band. Uh everyone mm-hmm. needs to listen to this is the Ice Age. Brought the world Daniel Annoy producer on uh you know like the Joshua Tree. Uh mm-hmm. um, awesome uh awesome album. Uh I'm pretty sure most of I'm pretty sure all of you would like that album and I'm pretty sure a lot of the people in the discord a lot of the listeners would probably like that album. It's super duper like underrated uh mm-hmm. classic canadian band uh yeah we worked we uh, we worked
0: we uh we worked the yeah we worked the uh my, my planetary group we worked the uh the the recent compilation from 2021 we did we did work that to radio so yeah they, like it very,
1: is mar- very much, uh echo beach underrated 80s hit that might be the only song a lot of people know by them because that's on like a lot of new wave comps um yeah but yeah 45 just,
0: million streams compared to the rest which is like all under almost all of them are under a hundred like aside from like four songs all are under like a hundred thousand
1: what a what a wonderful surprise for me today that i get to talk about martha and the muffins publicly (laughs) um yeah
2: it's in the history books um but to me this is the beauty of this playlist is um i can throw off something that i think is just like a, a silly name or a joke and alec felder will like come right in and be like Oh, uh, this this band that i i have this like deep affinity for that's beautiful this is a beautiful like moment here where, that where we're sharing in and i i'm i'm very glad i can enable this like genuinely from the bottom of my heart this is this is this is what it's all about
1: martha Thanks. and the muffins so good yeah no no thank you for doing that to me that brought me right back in like i was i i i'm still in like don't 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 fear that's okay. Uh, I, we
2: we we have one song left, and there's a oh. the song that is impossible to be asleep during because it is basically the eighties new wave equivalent of like being shocked with a defibrillator for nearly five minutes. Yeah,
1: the,
2: the
1: uh, this is one of those songs where like if you put it on, and, like, like if someone like was like, oh, all the eighties music sounds the same. It sounds it's just so like you know it sounds so like reverby and bad like this is like this would be the example that like yeah you're right but also it's so awesome that it works
2: yeah i was um in preparation for the podcast i listened to a good chunk of this album and i was like damn these guys just they had the juice they were they were just going for broke the we we look it's a playlist of scottish music pre- predominantly scottish music i, d- I don't want to like downplay or conflate the the couple of Irish influences here but we're talking Scottish music we're talking 80's new wave baby we gotta talk about and there was no better song to close this out than in a big country big country Sha
1: Sha so good uh,
2: this is my favorite ad libs in any music ever like this he's fucking I, I, I will go around the house just saying Shiga! One, two!
3: You, you were you were posting that in the in the group chat for this episode, you know, for for a while, and like, you know, before I listened to the post, I was like, what is this? What is this a reference to? I don't get it. And then I listened to the song, and I was like, oh, I get it. Not just in the sense of, like, oh, now I understand what she's referencing, but, like, I also feel the spirit of Shiga! One,
2: two! It's, it's infectious. I the fucking snare mixing of this song is insane like i i genuinely cannot believe that you can make drums sound like this is uh big country it's this this fucking song uh shout out to rock band three a rock band three classic i gotta say which is the the way i first came into the song uh also shout out done from lynn uh which is getting its second shout out of the night uh, big country from the same spot as the skids. They went in the same... They rolled around the same circles. It's the same
1: guy. Wait, what? Yeah, the singer. It's uh, Stuart Adamson. What? No! Yeah, Stuart Adamson was the singer Are in both bands. Yeah. Me?
2: Holy shit. Okay. Okay, I did not realize that. <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> they're, uh, yeah, this is such an amazing song. It's like... This is like they keep talking about on the mountainside this is the kind of song you scream on the mountainside like
2: yeah and this is this is the one where this to me was the defining thing of the playlist because i wanted something like this that sounded very like very firmly new wave but also like the band and it's like guitar tone specifically they say they want to like get this sound of like bagpipes and fiddles all these like traditional like scottish instruments like like bits like this you could just hear them being wailed on a bagpipe but when they're being ripped from a guitar they just yeah. ah
1: the, the live videos of them doing this song are just so amazing like that one guitar tone where it's like the staccato like that like that stuff with all the delay it sounds like a synth like it doesn't sound these don't sound like guitars half the time it's amazing uh yeah they uh yeah the big music
2: big music
1: Big music. Uh, big
2: music is so beautiful.
1: Big country, big music. Love it. And like, there's never been a more apt descriptor for music than big music. I feel like anytime I see something described as big music, uh it's that's exactly what it is. Like this U2, like later Echo and the Bunny Men. It's just huge, and, like, it's supposed to be played off giant speakers. You're supposed to scream that shit off a mountaintop. Epic.
2: Again, it shocks, it shocks the mountainside. Like, how do you not hear this song and immediately just get inflated with the spirit of... One, two, uh, the spirit of just Scottish Highland just surging through your blood. Like, it's just... It's a thing of beauty. Uh, I would also like to point out another bit of like connection between everything that we've been talking about here. Uh, one of the singles on, uh, I believe, uh, The Crossing is called Fields of Fire 400 Miles. It's the, the little Proclaimers bit going there. But it's they 20% off. Uh, <laughs> the Scottish people love walking. <laughs> they just
1: walk everywhere. <laughs>
0: They love to walk in a big country. They love to walk for 500 miles and 500 more. I should say. They,
3: they, Wait, they love hold to walk on. Scroll down, Maddie. Scroll down. Yes. Yep.
0: American yep. Yep.
3: authors no.
1: version. No. <laughs> no. no, no, no. Oh, no. okay. Can I spit about American I, I, authors for a minute? We will. Let's. Okay. <laughs> can, I, can I say something the, about American authors?
0: Let me, let me read this and I will let you, let you go from here. Okay. Okay. <sighs> in a big country was covered by American alternative rock band, American authors in 2014 with a split single by the Mowgli's who covered, you make my dreams come true. Um, Go ahead, Alec. I just want to make sure why people people understand why I'm saying no, no, no. All
1: right. So American authors, uh, I I don't know anything about them other than it's going to be the best day of their life. Um, (laughs) But They played at my, my school, my, my college, uh, SUNY Oneonta, uh, when I was there. And it was the big fall concert. And they, they put it, they put it in the big room, uh, the big like sports hall. I forgot what the sports area was called. And it's a big deal. And everyone was like, yeah, we're going to have American authors coming. This was in like 2018. So like, (laughs) (laughs) so like nobody cared. And, I believe the grand total of attendees was six. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's not including like the people who were working there. Like it was like six people bought a ticket to go. Ugh. Big Shame, big shame for, for us. But uh, that's, that's my one little thing about American authors.
4: Ugh,
0: God. I <sighs> let's, let's let me see if I can find this on Spotify. I'm pretty sure I've, I've heard this cover it's it's either like like extremely faithful you know in a way that's just very boring or it is them putting the the fucking best day of my life sheen which also i'm pretty
2: I wa- sure it's them doing like a pretty similar riff but with their like production like overproduction you know
0: yeah they also put it on an this year called best night of my life Whoa. which uh oh. <laughs> fuck fuck you uh fu- fuck fuck uh, off it's a
2: 10 song or 10 song 27 minutes album it's so over yeah
0: let's see uh in a big country where the fuck is go this go big now?
1: or go home it's...
0: that's where the, where the hang on let me give me give me give me just a second mm-hmm. as i try to find this i assume it's on youtube it, it was only released on seven inch vinyl but i assume it's probably
4: on somebody is somewhere got
3: it, yeah this is important. i this remember hearing it on on you know, car commercial radio when I was when I was in high school. So it's it's probably on streaming, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there we go.
1: That's not as good shaw. The shaw's not nearly as good there.
2: How do you make the snare sound bigger and worse?
4: Is oh, he
1: doing
0: faux-Scottish? No. Oh, oh, hell my no, god. they gentrified in a big country. <laughs> <laughs> they gentrified it,
1: man. They gentrified the they, whole they country. Call it, they're,
2: calling it, they're calling it in a big city now. Oh, oh I hate my that god! <laughs> <laughs> He's so doing a fake Scottish accent! Oh
3: my uh. god! This, like, this is like an insult
1: to the man's memory. This, this is yeah. like...
2: This should be considered cultural appropriation.
1: And this uh. is this is the crux of what we're talking about. Like, it's silly music. They're not selling it. He's not selling it like like uh, like what Adamson does. I don't believe that every single hope of mine is shattered when he says it. <laughs> oh, the
2: synths! Oh no! Oh, they didn't need no. synths back oh. then.
1: this is this is dreadful cut it
2: cut it oh can we can we let's let's play back at a big country again Uh, the top comment
0: the top comment is pretty is a pretty big own. the original (laughs) feels so intimate this one's about as intimate as a dance club this is uh that's such a that's a major burn
1: now i kind of wish five people showed up to the show (laughs) (laughs) do you think they played that I mean, I gotta look it up. Hold on, maybe nobody got a check. set list for the show. Nobody got a setlist. No one was
0: there. <laughs> let's check, check Setlist FM for American authors. Which I only, will say the, the only,
1: only person thing. who would have been doing that would have been me if I was there. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> noted, noted American authors stand Alec Felder.
1: I have to. I have to get the set list at the end of the show.
0: Here you go at <laughs> Weishfest. Okay, at Salt Shed. Let's see.
1: They play let's Mr. Brightside. Their... Well, of, of course, course they, they did
2: they're they, white they, they, they're white <laughs> now, they have to appeal to their people let's see
1: <laughs> It's, it's a little, uh, Cold play.
0: they have not <laughs> at least according to to uh unless i unless i spelled it wrong they have not played in a big country at all during any of their live shows so seems like they only did it for uh you know for for this cover and haven't maybe Just, they were so ashamed of what they did they're like ah <laughs> fuck that to steal so. scottish valor I know. It Fuck
4: covers Wait, hold Shut up and Scroll back
3: down. Scroll back down to the uh never mind. Hang on, uh, I'll but, pull it back up.
0: Give me one second. I was hold I was on.
3: gonna say it's very funny that Sutlist FM uh considers Happy Birthday to you to be a cover of, of Mildred J. Hill and Patty Hill that's who a wrote thing. happy birthday
2: that, in the 30s. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you don't understand. Uh I I um it's a thing where uh last year when i took my girlfriend to go see uh my chemical romance they apparently do that for like fans they like sing happy birthday if there's like a fan's like oh it's my birthday today and like i took it off of like the physical set like because i had a physical set list that i got and i'm like this isn't a thing like it's just like somebody some like mega fan like rabid fan uploaded it like there and i'm like it's not a thing it's just like it's a thing they do between songs they don't like play happy birthday they like sing it for 15 seconds and then move on with their lives and like people got like rabid like on my ass in the comments where they're like no you don't understand this like means so much like that happy birthday to you is in this set list and i was like okay okay back off like why are you it's it's a thing Apparently, Setlist FM nerds get really rabid about it. It's
1: not even like a thing with Setlist FM. I think it's like a copyright thing. It's somebody they own the copyright to that song. That's Mm -hmm. why you don't hear it. It actually did go into the
3: public domain recently, but
1: did. But yeah, it's like Setlist
3: FM is so they're they're such a stickler for their rules that they have to acknowledge the fact that it was written by Mildred J Hill and Patty Hill. I mean, Uh.
1: I mean, they're the originals, like. they really wrote an all-timer with that one like <laughs> has anybody <We're> written still... <laughs> a better birthday song since like be real like
2: let's we we gotta do the Mildred j hill podcast like let's get the playlist <laughs> together of all our hits
0: what was what was the tweet that popped up recently being like i asked a three-year-old what their favorite music was he's like i don't know the happy birthday song maybe
1: that's a good song i mean like <laughs> i'm always singing it on people's birthdays like i mean yeah <laughs>
2: You you can't beat my posse if you don't fuck with Happy Birthday. I'm sorry. I think,
0: I think we should replace Happy Birthday to You, that song, with uh, the Red Robin birthday song. The Red Robin uh, birthday choir. Happy, happy birthday. That's how we
4: to say. Hey, happy, happy birthday. May all
2: your dreams come true. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. From Red Robin. Hey, this this, has, this, oh this to <laughs> me is noise music.
0: Yeah. This has the same energy as those fucking sorority videos like we're so happy to have you here and it's just uh, the most terrifying uh, choir is, of women you've ever heard
2: this is a more disorienting version of the scene in inland empire where they all start doing the locomotion <laughs>
0: <laughs> god um oh all right let's 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 wrap it up uh, uh the scottish and the british
1: they're very good uh, I have a, I want to I want to do my I have a small segment I would like to do uh before the end of the day. Uh, I want to shout out a couple of uh of this is my in memoriam segment for the ones uh for the ones we we lost along the way. Um not okay. it, they're not they're not all music. dead but uh, we just didn't talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Strawberry Switchblade. The Blue mm-hmm. Nile. Lloyd Cole and the Commodores, Joseph K, Simple Minds, The Revillos, The Rosillos, and APB. All of these bands are also from the Scottish Highlands. And today we remember you, especially Strawberry Switchblade.
2: Yeah, that one was that one was especially like I, I that that was on me. I I'm not I'm not gonna make an excuse. I goofed up. I. I like made a playlist, and Alec was like Strawberry Switchblade, and I, yeah, I just I we Alec will get his revenge one day. Alec will will make a playlist centered around Strawberry Switchblade.
4: And Stop, oh, day.
1: That'd be a that'd be a. We could just play the whole album on an episode, and that'd pretty much be an episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but uh, we'll, be, we'll be I'll I will be returning eventually. Uh, I do have a plan uh, if we ever do another New Wave episode episode i i already have the plan in mind for a uh i, I mentioned it earlier but a, a down under outback new wave death match where we talk about like the hoodoo gurus and like split ends i'm okay. just like a men at work men at work is an important one men at work is going to be the I mean, yeah. you, have,
0: you do you do have dave Grohl? i do believe you have dave Grohl fan club privilege for playlisting so I mean, you make a playlist. You send it to us. We'll
1: fucking throw it on the schedule. Eventually, eventually, we we hit some we hit some new wave now, and uh, my soul is satiated.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I we if we're talking men at work, I'm so back because they are just they're they are the framework, they're the foundation. We gotta we gotta pay mm-hmm. respects. We gotta. They'd be
1: like the equivalent of like the the proclaimers on this one. Hmm.
2: Yeah. No. It's. That was you, like the you one song from, but they're actually sick.
1: Them. Yeah. yeah yes thank you for um, having me
2: yes thank of you course. for supplementing this uh i do want to point out um the one uh artist that i could not find a place for because they are firmly a decade um a decade ahead but uh in my research i came across this extremely sick uh post-punk proto-gremlin band Dogface herman's Home of life is uh their single album i, so good. I think that might be their only one uh, They might have another, I don't really know, but um, they have just incredible fucking sound where basically it's this really bass heavy, like hard hitting, just like gremlin-y sound to them that has a lot of like trumpets and shit and their front woman is basically like howling and barking and doing all this like very wild vocal... It- listen to uh jan nine which is the opening song on that album and is like probably one of the greatest songs i've heard in my life like genuinely unreal fucking song like
1: they're on the progier um, end of the post-punk spectrum and i always respect that they're i, I also recommend this band they're insane uh like very few if any bands sound like them like they are truly like a one of those one of a kind bands
2: yeah um and i do want to uh we-, we talked about the uh the the oceanic new wave death match but i i do want to uh also mention uh if this if this playlist is a little too like fawning toward the positive not very bit heavy uh i i do wanna say that um mostly because every single time i went to go to this playlist this playlist that i made as a joke uh for a bit in the podcast chat that has since never left my mind is uh also it keeps popping up and i'm like fuck it we're gonna do this as a real thing and it's gonna be dumb and stupid uh my next contribution to this is probably just going to be austin powers music it's music from <laughs> and, and uh for the <laughs> austin powers soundtrack uh maddie uh, would you like i uh, let me let me i'm gonna make some loud clacky keyboard noises but uh, uh oh, i will re- i will read off the the current lineup as it stands which is which uh, i should
0: say i should we i'm gonna censor what you say and then we'll just have my <laughs> reaction just okay. so we don't spoil this for the listeners
2: uh okay 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 so we got uh quincy jones soul bossa nova aka <laughs> the theme the og we, okay. we gotta we gotta lead off with that um uh we got uh one of many burt Bacharach songs here we've got i'll never fall in love again It's right. like austin powers loves his burt Bacharach. yeah uh, we got austin powers band and goal member ming t with daddy wasn't there classic a classic yes, that every classic. austin powers had knows classic tune uh madonna's beautiful stranger uh her, her single that uh very very memorably was made for the spy who shagged me um uh, the the dr evil version of uh hard knock life uh, <laughs> uh again classic you can't have a playlist come without on. it uh <laughs> come on <laughs> soul balsanova again the silence and dance mix <laughs> I can't get enough of
0: that like all right, we're not, i'm not censoring any of
1: this
2: <laughs> it's okay
1: people i haven't know. seen the awesome powers <laughs> movies but the amount of times you're gonna play soul bossa nova i'm with it like
2: <laughs> oh just wait just wait Hold check on. it out pull...
1: now soul, soul bossa nova
2: um i okay here i'm gonna pull up my like spotify version because i made the, the one i posted in chat was just like a joke when i still didn't know like half of these song titles uh let's see here um uh what the world needs now is love another burt Backrock classic of course of course uh the dr evil mix of just the two of us again <laughs> another classic um God. i i forgot to mention it i forgot to mention it in here uh but uh around the midpoint i forgot that they might be giants did the dr evil song that's at the beginning of the spy who shagged me so we gotta have that that's yes. a classic. Let's go. uh green day's espionage which i did not realize was a thing that they made for these movies fuck yes uh and then of course we are closing with uh the most beautiful song of this entire thing you might want to censor this one uh this is
0: uh fuck yes <laughs> fuck yes all right that one i will censor that one because that one is yeah yeah we gotta save that one we gotta save that one for the occasion that's gotta
2: be a surprise for the listeners but yeah this, this is i i needed something chaotic as a chaser after all this uh this is a playlist that's going to be called oh behave uh so <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned for that uh this was me indulging my nerdier side and now we're just gonna we're gonna go full bit mode
0: yeah it was it was nice to to have the indie heads podcast be an indie music podcast again for just just one episode before we go back to the bits uh on our on our next one although i will say we are we are we got uh of course we have two episodes coming up uh one that uh myself and front of the show delaney mothman just recorded we're doing an fyc episode on uh the new truth club album running from the chase where we interviewed the band so that's gonna be coming out on uh on wednesday for our patreon supporters and then the next wednesday for everybody else uh and then our episode next week is the nightmare before christmas as we're finally talking richard honig <laughs> who has been a oh character God. in the discord that uh that i purposely have not learned about i i purposely have tried to keep my i haven't no it's there. worth it I, it's worth
2: it uh no that's the I want to wait to get the full experience on the podcast. Exactly, it's like a
0: palate cleanser. Like, like exactly, like I, it's very much like a Steam thing where it's like where I didn't where, where myself and Alex did not watch the Steam music video until we recorded that episode. So it's like I want to save my reaction to Richard for like for the first time for that episode, like because he's been he's been one of our guys in the chat for a very long time uh and there is an evil we did come up with an evil idea for the the podcast uh or i did which we may or may not do uh which is the oh which is a gotta get that sequel uh i will oh. not say what song it is <laughs> uh but it, it, it but it is uh of of uh, I gotta get that on maybe the most evil guy that we found you, <laughs> so
1: you far. need to do I like think, uh like honestly i think you're you should guys should do like uh together kind of thing like barbenheimer like because <laughs> because the name that we will not mention right now is you're right like filth it's particularly evil yeah like so <laughs> i'll, point I'll where, censor like, this
0: in post but you're saying like richard honig like barbenheimer event yeah
1: like you need to get a little you get a little, <laughs> get a little get them in the studio you together little, oh. you're all you all feel dirty after that for a little bit you're like well, why I why would be listen tough to, this? to get
0: I think it'd be tough to get in the studio with Richard Honeg because might be dead for all we know. His online presence is like takes a fucking cliff dive in the last like three or four years, but we'll get there when we get there. Uh, but it was, it was mentioned as a joke in the chat. And I, and I really wish that I had time to like do a last minute episode where we do, do got to get that on and then have it be like addressing Jackie's comments on Miley Cyrus that Grant came up with where again we're like hey we're gonna get to what what jackie said about miley cyrus we're gonna address the miley cyrus stance and then just talk about (laughs) for the entire time like i wish we had time to do that we do not but we do have time of course for truth club fyc and the nightmare before christmas uh along with a great slate of episodes uh for the rest of the month until we get to our album of the year season stuff or the end of the year season stuff because of course we have uh night before christmas we have a bonus episode uh which i will not reveal this time i'll reveal next week uh garage rock would you revive me proper british episode in it I'm very which fascinated. is the sequel to this i'm
1: very fascinated That's the by that this. i'm very fascinated
2: <laughs> it's i i think the joke that i made to granted chat is we are going to figure out what's what the fuck is going on in the united kingdom between these two episodes
1: yeah <laughs> can i know what you guys As got I mean, on that list can i can i can i know what, oh, what's yeah,
0: on yeah. what's on proper british episode yeah. in it yeah let's see uh, da-da-da-da. I'll we'll just we'll, we won't say anything. I'll just let you react. Oh it's, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's essentially like a, it's essentially a okay. British. yeah. It's 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 a it's essentially a landfill indie episode in. for like yeah. the most part.
1: Na- naive, so. naive is a good song. Yeah. So there <laughs> fucking no, old Greg. God. Old
0: Greg is the goddamn image. All right, hopefully you enjoyed listening to this episode. We will see you all next week. And uh yeah, but bye.
4: Bye bye. I make it work. Get yourself
3: a life and make it work. Make it work.
4: What's
3: the sense